If you ever wanted to start your own podcast, if you ever had a thought in your head and you just felt the entire world needed an opportunity to hear your thoughts and all that kind of great stuff, well, if so, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor Podcasting. It is the easiest platform I have found to make a podcast. They have editing tools, episode creation tools. There's even a green room function. Check it all out. On top of that, they even distribute the whole thing for you for free. The entire thing is free. You can get onto Apple Podcasts. You can get onto Spotify Podcasts, which are, you know, the two that I find get the most traction. Then you get Stitcher and all kinds of other stuff, Blackbox, Whatbox, and all the other boxes that I'm not familiar with. If you are interested in making your own podcast right now, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, everybody? It's OJ. Hi again. In this episode, Keithy chats with Gary Stringer of Reef. Their new record, Shoot Me Your Ace, is out now. Ghost Cult Magazine welcomes in the great Gary Stringer of Reef. How are you doing today, Gary? I'm doing super fine. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so pleased to talk to you. It's been it's been quite a comeback. Uh, and, you know, it's been a few years. It's been a few years in the world. And uh, I'm so stoked to talk to you on this eve of the release of Shoot Me Your Ace, the brand new Reef album. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a blinding time, mate. We're, we're just about having as good a time as is possible to have legally at the moment. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's exciting. I think we've made well one of the best records of our career, and it's great to be doing it thirty years on after we started. I agree. This album's a banger. It is killer all the way through. I really am rather enjoying it. Some of these are some of my favorite reef tracks ever, and that's going way back to the beginning. Yeah, and man. yeah, I'm, I'm so pleased, and I'm I'm so happy to get you back. I remember getting the very first. Uh, press release from Will, shout out to Will, your pub, one of your publicists in the world yeah. that we work with. And I got that, I got like a chill seeing the name pop up in my email, which doesn't happen a lot <laughs> because I get a million of these emails monthly. And I was just like, wow, what a band. We need, we need this music right now. We need some just unabashed, no excuses, no apologies rock. Yeah, man. Well, it's got, it's a ball of energy and the whole, the whole thing couldn't have happened any easier and more exciting and it's the quickest and the the longest record i've ever made i had um i sung a song with a band called skindred a song called machine um mm. I, I i did like a duet with with benji webb the, the lead singer of skindred and uh, andy taylor uh, from duran duran and the power station heard this vocal and invited me over to ibiza to um you know, sing a few songs on a project he was working on. And I did that. I went out there a couple of times and we got friendly and he ended up coming back to England and he played with us at Glastonbury Festival, uh, the famous festival here in Somerset. Um, and, you know, that was the start of our relationship. And it wasn't long before he started coming down to our lockup where we rehearse um, and make music. And he, he just started out, you know, having a jam and you know we'd start at 11 and we played maybe till seven and did that a few days in a row and then those days turned into weeks and before you knew it we had this great ball of energetic rock and roll music that was coalescing into this fabulous album um it couldn't have happened any easier any quicker and we we, we tried a few different drummers and jesse wood the guitar player in reef he bumped into uh, a drummer called luke bullen coming out of a lift in a hotel in London. 
Uh, this sounds crazy and made up. This not. This is absolutely gospel truth. He came down on the Wednesday to our space in Somerset, our headquarters, and he cut six songs with us on the Wednesday. And on the Thursday, he cut another six. Bearing in mind, he's only heard these songs, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes prior to. So we're demoing these songs. He's cut them so quick and we're like, God, this guy's good. You know, Luke's played with Joe Strummer and Brian Ferry and Katie Tunstall. And he's, you know, he's really world class and uh, really fitted with the project. So on the Thursday, we travel down to London. We've got Friday and Saturday booked in an East London uh, studio called Baltic. We think maybe we'll get two or three songs done, maybe four. We set up, we cut another six songs, bang, on the Saturday. We go to bed, we wake up again. We do another six songs on the Sunday. We did this record within 48 hours. It was blistering pace. Uh, the dr- All the drums, all of the bass, totally live. The guitars live, the vocal live. I think I re-sang two or three songs. The boys put a couple of solos overdubs, you know, on the guitars. Apart from that, everything on that record was done in that weekend. And the following weekend, we shut down with the pandemic here in the UK. I, I'm not sure what your schedule was like in the US, but literally that weekend, we went went back from London and the whole country shut down. So we had this amazing record and we didn't know what to do with it. We're sat there scratching our asses going, what's going on, man? Anyway, we're at home. We're listening to this record. We start sequencing it. We got it mastered when, when it was legal to do so. And the... Energy of the record has never died. You know, in those 18 months, you're listening to it. And usually when you've made a record, you've made some songs, some music, some parts, you think, oh, I wish I could have done that differently. I should have done this a different way. And there's nothing on this record I would change. It really is a, 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 a super comet. It is, it is a, a belting record that I'm just happy to shout about. Nice. Thank you for all that insight. Speaking of belting, your vocals are belting on this one, man. This is just oh, nothing thanks. held back. I mean, again, some of my, without a doubt, some of my favorite tracks in the whole career. Wolfman, Right On, I See Your yeah. Face, yeah. Strange Love. These are phenomenal tracks, man. Well, you listen to Strange Love. That's the way the, the record ends. And all of that jamming is totally live. The, from the vocal to the, to the snare, everything is just live in the room. And it had to go on the record last. It's a perfect ending to this graphic novel, you know, reality bending, superhuman, super powered record. And it's, yeah, Strange Love is one of my favorites. I love it. The guitars are tuned down to G. So it's got that real baggy, stonesy feel to the riff. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's all totally live, man. And uh, it's exciting to listen to the way that we're just interacting with each other. And who does that these days? No, I know. That's that's the thing. It is such a live sounding record from the very first note of the title track right to the end. It's very live. Yeah. There's a definite vibe. Had you not told me you guys were sitting on this record, you know, it sounds very fresh to me for 2022. So I'm, I'm so pleased. And again, as just not just a journo following your whole career as a fan, this is the oh, record nice. I was hoping for. This is the kind of record we need to kick in the ass right yeah, now in every, the world. Yeah, everything fell into place. It was like, I mean, I say the quickest because we did it that weekend and then the longest because we had to sit on it. But it gave us time to think about, well, what are we going to do with the music video when we're allowed? How are we going to get the art right? And, you know, we got in touch with this guy, Andy Mould, our bass player, 
had been surfing with him down in, in, in Devon and hooked up with this and said, look, check this guy out. And we looked at his art and it just fits with the comic book graphic novel vibe of the whole, you know, I mean, everything in the record is, is sex or death and, and just pushing past that reality slightly where you get that kind of superhuman vibe going on. And Andy Mould, the fabulous illustrator that created all of the artwork for the singles, for the, for the I mean, I've seen the vinyl. We've been signing them this week. It's released here on Friday in the UK. And, um, you know, it's it's quite something. It's a piece of art, man. And it, it, just to have that allied with the, the tunes, everything feels right to you at the moment. Right on. Andy did a phenomenal job. I love this artwork. Some of the best this year. And what is what is sexier than the Wolfman? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just such a groove, isn't it? What a riff. Yeah, it is. It is uh, hypnotic, to say the least. A great track. Great track. And there's really no there's no filler here, man. It's really like one track that you could say is a little longer than the rest. Everything far away and everything else is just tight. Classic reef, man. Just rock. Yeah. yeah. Well, that everything far away, Jack came in with that bass line at the beginning and he said, look, I've got this thing. And he, he came up with this lyric. I was caught for stealing. I was caught for you. I was strong for you, he sings. And, and I'm thinking, what can I do? with then The riff comes in and you're, you're rocking out on that song. And I'm thinking, How, where does this go? And then I thought, oh, my God, he's speaking to his family he's saying goodbye to his family because he's going down man the gavel's come down the judge is sending him down he's going down 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 to australia he's transported he's a criminal and it just this whole vision of that tune just came apparent and yeah man it's um i'm so glad you love it imagine if the uk still sent their criminals to australia (laughs) (laughs) well, well i think we could do with a few of them back Right. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, if we never had that exchange, we might never have ACDC the way they happened, you know? Yeah. So, oh, man, what a band. What a yeah. band. What, the guitar tones on that first record. I mean, it's something special what Angus and Malcolm got going on there. It's just so pure and timeless, the guitar sounds there. Mm, right on. And Reef is a descendant of that. I always felt like you guys were, you know, that's that's the family tree a little bit, you know? It was the band that made me fall in love uh, with rock and roll music. I had High Voltage on a tape cassette, first album I ever owned, and I I loved it. I loved it, and I listened to it, and it was a roadmap for my life, you know. It's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll, could not be truer, you know, any any more in 1970-whatever to 2022, you know, it's just true, you know, it's a tough fight out there, but it's a whole lot of fun. And rock and roll singer, you know, I followed that to the letter. I left school when I was 16, didn't want to cut my hair, didn't want to get a job, you know, Um, saved up for uh, some public address systems, some speakers, and, you know, went out and and tried to make it happen as best I could with my friends. And that's the journey we've been on with Reef. Me and Jack have known each other since that time. We, we left education together and, and, and wanted to go out and, you know, make a rock and roll myth, man. Just get into it. Enjoy music. You know, create excitement for people. And that's what's been so good about going out on this tour with the Shoot Near Ace album. When they offered us these shows a year ago now, we were still locked down. And I was very uncertain about whether 
people would come with a fear of, you know, uh, the bugs and, and, and whatnot. And I get that. I understand it, you know. But we've had full rooms. We've had full rooms and there's this energy of a release. And like you said earlier, you know, it does feel perfect for this time, this rock and roll explosion. And people, you know, we've got full rooms every night we've done, every night. And I, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed. It's beautiful. That's great. And, uh, you know, obviously as a person that uh, yells into an electric stick for a living, <laughs> you are right on top of people and people are right on top of you shouting back. So you obviously have to come out there, no holds barred, with as little fear as you can handle. If you had any anxiety, I would, I would be okay with that. I would understand. But, uh, you know, yeah. of course, obviously your first show back had to be a little stressful. But, you know, once you fall back in, you fall back in. It's live, right? Well, we did a show. So we did, over. I don't know how you've had it in, in the U.S., but here we were allowed. So we were locked down last April and then it lifted in May. And we, by the summer last year, we were allowed to do outdoor shows. So we did maybe 10 or 14 um, shows at festival level. Some of them quite big, you know, considering you know, where we'd been, you know, we were playing to, you know, 30,000 people at Carfest and it was exciting. And at the end of that run of summer shows, we did one club show in Swansea, which was the the only show we did last year, like a club show. So, um, you know, in an enclosed venue. And prior to that, we hadn't done a club show since November, 2019. That's how long it, we were cooped up. And in that room, that first club show, the energy from the band was, yeah, there was nerves, of course, but it was electric, you know, that nervous energy. It's like teenage energy, man. It comes out and you put it into your guitar or down your microphone or through your drumsticks and beat the fuck out of it. You know, it's just got a vibe. And we sent that energy out and the crowd got into it and sent all the energy back. And it was this big relief you know, that we're here rocking out and it's been very much like that on this tour too. Right on. I love to hear it. Obviously coming back after this long break with these shows and having a whole history of records, how do you kind of flow in the brand new songs people haven't quite heard yet beside the singles into the set list? Well, we've only, we've only put in four singles so far. We've got, we've got, we've got the rest of the record to play. And maybe next week when the record's out here, we might slide a couple more in. But we didn't want to overload everyone. So, but we've put in, we start the show with Shoot Me Your Ace, which we did in the summer as well last year. And no one had heard it then. And it just connected straight away. You can just see the crowd in front of you. You know if you've got a hit or if you've got a miss. And that song, we played it on the first show in the summer last year. People straight away were rocking out because it's sort of classic rock vibe, man. It's got a buzzy rock vibe about it. It makes some energy buzz around. So we play Shoot Me Your Ace. We also play The Wolfman. We play Right On. Um, we play Best of Me. We play Best of Me after Place Your Hands this last week where we bring the bass drum in and the crowd are all clapping and it just feels like a rock and roll show. It's it's so wicked to be back out and about. Nice. Best of Me is also a banger. Uh, of yeah, course. Man. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, what I, I have to know, obviously, you know, we, we, we I don't want to say we took things for granted because no one saw the last couple of years coming when it did and the same here for us. But of course, you know, I have to ask, like, what did you miss about touring? If you miss touring, I know it can also be hard. You're away from loved ones. And, you know, when, when you have nothing but dates and no day off, it can be rough. But, you know, what did you miss about touring that you, you didn't have? I think that connectivity that I'm talking about, the way that you throw down this 
slab of energy on the stage and you get a reaction from the humans in front of you and that energy and excitement is thrown back at you and that is what multiplies and creates this tornado of rock and roll fun and you know that's what i missed that interaction you know i've been singing it this week we jam out a part in a song called don't you like it and um, I'm, I'm singing with the audience and I say, oh, you know, this is what I missed. I missed this connection with the crowd, the, 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 the being sweaty next to someone I don't really know, the boogieing with someone I don't really know, the singing with humans I don't know. And, and all of that, you know, music's a huge part of our lives, a huge part, whether we, whether we know it or not, whether we think we're into music or not. It's there from when you're in the womb. It's there at birthday parties growing up. It's there at funerals and weddings, big events, you know, sporting events. Music is huge. It's part of, you know, films, TV shows. It really is. And, you know, people sat around a campfire. And that's what's so special about music to to me. And uh, that's what makes me so excited to be a part of it and to share that with other people, you know, and and, and it seems to be making a lot of people smile. Nice. Uh, Since I always think of Reef as a live band, I was always wondering, and I don't think I got to ask you this many moons ago when we spoke before, growing up with Glastonbury kind of in your backyard as a huge festival did sort of the outdoor rock festival mold the band a little bit in terms of, you know, what to aim for in live performances, going way back to the beginning. Yeah, well, it was, you know, it's unusual, um, the fact that, you know, where I grew up in, in Glastonbury Town, you know, across the levels there, I mean, we called it Pilton. It was at the village is called Pilton. It's a few miles outside of Glastonbury, but I could hear that festival when I was growing up. Before I even knew what it was, I could hear it across the levels, you know, on a summer's day when it was still and cool, you could hear it. And I can remember my dad, going off and flipping burgers there when I was young. I remember him coming back looking a bit worse for wear when I was starting to become conscious as, you know, a 10 or 11-year-old, whatever it was. And I can remember going there for the first time. I can remember seeing some amazing acts there. And I can remember, I remember well, even now, I'm so proud that that festival is on my doorstep. You know, it's something in Somerset that's, that's you know, it's, it's world-renowned, you know. It's this huge festival that everyone wants to play. You know, I've seen, you know, American artists there. Johnny, I saw Johnny Cash there. I saw Rage Against the Machine there. I've seen Dolly Parton there, you know. Um, it's, you know, Neil Young, you know, amazing artists come, you know, and, and, and of course, British artists. So we had Adele the other year and, um, oh my God, Beyonce was incredible as well. She was fabulous. We had the Rolling Stones, you know, it's, it's great. And even Metallica came and, and, and played and it's um, such a diverse lineup. Um, and it's something to be really proud of. But um, yeah, we've been lucky. We've been looked after. We've played there, you know, four or five times. And um, the first time I, I played there, uh, I remember we, we were on tour and we've been going around and it was lovely to come home where, where I knew. And I went to go and see my mother and she cooked me cauliflower cheese and we ate bacon and, and, I, and I walked across the fields and, and went and played a huge rock show. And it was uh, something special. So it, it really is a, a big asset to this part of, of, of England. That is a beautiful story. I kind of want some cauliflower cheese now. I don't know what it yeah. is, but I want it. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, sorry for my weak American palate, but anyhow. No, yeah, it was not, no, that's good. That's yeah. good. I, I'll join you. If I was there, I could have it together. 
Nice, nice. Some someday, perhaps, also with a beer, perhaps. Um, just as we wind this down, because I want to give you back your day, and I know you're very busy getting ready for sure. shows this week again. You know what's what's the game plan beside this headline tour and festivals this summer? You know what can you talk about that's uh, you know been announced that you can share? What are the you know future immediate plans coming out with the release? well? So we've we, we're still on tour now. So we go uh, tomorrow. We head to Brighton. Um, so we've been up north. We've done you know Glasgow, Newcastle, Manchester. Did, 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 we've come coming down the country. So yeah, we're doing Brighton. We've got a sold out show there. Sold out in Southampton. We go to Norwich uh, for the last night, a Saturday night. Um, and so the record is released the Friday before, and then we'll go around to and do a few in stores for for people to come out and meet us. And we'll play a few acoustic songs for them during the week of release. And then we've got a busy schedule across Europe with shows, you know, um, Czech Republic, Spain, all the way through the UK, England and Scotland. And, and you know, we're going to go out to Ireland and we've got a, a, a really exciting um, support slot uh, at the end of the year, which I can't talk about yet, but that's going to blow everyone's minds. It's a really good fit for, for Reese. Um, so, we, yeah, we got we got plenty of shows lined up and, yeah, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and uh, making people smile and play the rock and roll music. We've got to get to America. That's what we got to do. That's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for you. Yeah. Awesome. Gary Stringer, man, thank you so much. It's been many moons, as I said, since we caught up. Congratulations on Shoot Me Your Ace. I'm super proud of you guys. And hopefully we'll see you either on that side of the pond or this one. Thank you very much, fella. And lots of love to yourself and all of your listeners. Peace out. <laughs> This has been another episode of the Ghost Quote Magazine podcast. Check us out at ghostquotemag.com and follow our socials at Ghost Quote Mag. Until the next time, peace.